welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Jacob, and I'm a sports guy. And my name is Tim, and I am not a sports guy. Oh, I forgot we were supposed to sing it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't really want to. Well, you didn't either. So. Well, anyways, welcome to Not a Sports Guy podcast, everybody. This is the show where we logged Tim's journey of becoming a sports fan. You like how I said logged? I did. I did past tense now because the season is over. We we logged one complete season of Tim trying to become a sports fan, and this season was basketball. The NBA champions for your 2021-2022 season. I don't spoil it for you. Oh. oh, sorry. Did you not? You didn't know yet, did you? Did you not finish the we, last few games? Yeah, I didn't watch any of the games. Oh. I've been lying to you this whole time. <laughs> Imagine you went all season without <laughs> watching one game. And Literally just, put just, everything on you. You just make me a sports guy. Well, no, but you would have you would have been lying to me for an entire season. That's what I'm saying. That would have been impressive, honestly. Oh, but uh, but no, it's not impressive. Don't don't take it as a compliment because I would have been upset. Tim would have been upset. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. All at Not a Sports Guy Podcast. We have a shorter show for you today. We just wanted to jump in here, kind of recap the finals and then next week we'll come back with a bigger end of season one episode where we will look back at season one look at the entire nba season as a whole uh go back through uh you know we we gave tim a quiz at the beginning of season one asking him if he knew who these players were, what teams they played on, all these sorts of things. We are going to revisit those same questions next week on the end of season episode. And uh, yeah, so so today we're really just going to be recapping the finals. And uh, Tim, I mean, we both <laughs> did not predict this to happen, but the Golden State Warriors are the 2021-2022 NBA champions. They defeated the Celtics 4-2 in the finals. I mean, neither of us expected this, but are you surprised? I mean, not like ultimately. I, I, prior to the playoffs, I definitely didn't expect this. That The Warriors were very, I don't want to say like below. I mean, they weren't below average. Right. But they, obviously, they weren't below average, but they, they just weren't anything to write home about you know they weren't really wowing anybody shocking anybody you don't you know? think so not really and maybe it's because they didn't have clay for so much of the season but but didn't they start like right there like the suns did they started like 30 and 7 or something like that like the suns cuz i feel like from the get go i remember well, they sure maybe at hard. the beginning of the season but then they they kind of felt i don't know I don't they know. They did kind I, of fall off at a certain point, though. I well, and yeah, and them. they stayed up there. I don't get me wrong. It's just they weren't they did they weren't getting that that attention like the Suns were, or right. even the Grizzlies, you know, right? Or even the Heat, you know. Those were some of the the bigger conversation pieces. And I don't, I just don't know. I 
again, I don't have enough history with NBA to know what that means. Is it just because like, well, we all know the Warriors are great and they're a championship team. So maybe they just didn't need to be in the spotlight as much, but it just felt like this season, I don't remember hearing a ton about them. They, they, and maybe, maybe that's also part of it. They weren't wowing me because I knew they were capable of more. Maybe that's, yeah. does that make sense? Whereas the Suns, no, like yeah. they, they didn't have too much history in the, you know, going to the finals and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So to me, it was just like, Oh, this is interesting. Whereas I, me who knew very little, I knew Steph Curry and the Warriors had been in the finals, you know? Right. Right. So it just, I don't know, but and I, all that to say, I was going to say, I even remember at one point, Steph was like number one in the MVP ladder. Like people were thinking that he was going to take home the MVP because he had broken the three point um, mm-hmm. record during the season and all of these things. And there was so much hype and then it kind of fell off. He started performing poorly mm-hmm. and, you know, I think they'd gone through some injuries here and there, like Draymond had gotten hurt at some point. And like you said, they just kind of fell under the radar. Like they started hot, but then they started to fall under the radar for a little while. And, uh, you know, while they kind of fell under the suns were getting a bunch of hype, the Grizzlies were getting hyped. Um, you know, the Nets stayed in the media talking about all the vaccine stuff and, you know, the James Harden trade. There were just so many moving pieces this NBA season. So it was easy to kind of allow the Warriors to kind of fall under the radar. Uh, because even looking at the playoff picture, I mean, they were the three seed, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you have sons who finish with the best record in the NBA, and then you've got this hot young Grizzlies team that's coming up. I mean, the Warriors, like you said, everyone knows the Warriors to be the Warriors. There's a, they've, they're the team that has been in the finals like four or five times the last few years. Uh, but, you know, I know, I think last year and the year before, they were like horrible because Clay's been out for nearly two seasons. Steph got injured. Draymond's been like, you know, they've, they've had some hardships the past year or two. Um, but I think it's just easy to overlook them because they're not that new, exciting team. Um, like, you know, it's, it's fun to root for the Suns because they had the best record and Devin Booker and Chris Paul are ring chasing. And, you know, John Morant leads his team to a two seed in the West and all these fun storylines elsewhere. While, the Warriors kind of just snuck in and not really snuck yeah. in, but you know what I'm saying? Like they, they obviously earned their third seed in the, in the West, but they kind of fell under the radar when it came to media. So maybe there weren't those high expectations for them. Maybe it, right. you know, they weren't under the microscope. And, uh, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I said they were going to beat the Grizzlies in the second round, which I even kind of surprised myself when I did that because I was like, you know, I don't know. The Warriors are just good. They're they're the Warriors. You but did, then I even said the Suns were going to beat the Warriors, though. The Suns fell off in the second round. So I don't know. It's just that I just don't know if they were the exciting team to root for, basically. But they won it. Yeah. And I definitely felt that, especially in the championship, um, which really? we, we've discussed that a little bit, um, you know, over this past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but I just, yeah, P- 
because they've been there before and they're just the more experienced team. There was something just to me wasn't as exciting. So unfortunately, yeah, it's fun to root for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Like they're the Celtics that literally I've said this on other podcasts, but they took down KD and Kyrie. They took down Giannis. They took down the heat like and Jimmy Butler and Kyle. I mean, they're literally one, you know, superstar after another each round. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, can they complete the gauntlet with this final victory? They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. I just feel like they were gassed. It just felt like Jason Tatum wasn't having those big games like he needed to have every single night. Um, and, you know, even Steph had an off night, you know, and, you know, we're going to get into some of the stats and stuff like that for the finals, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like at a certain point it was a really good finals, and then at a, at another point I was just kind of like, I don't know. It just looks kind of like the Celtics really dropped the ball when it came to the finals, you know? Um, yes, but do you think? Um, I just want to get your opinion on this. Do you think that they still earned some street cred for making oh, you talk because you talked about you know w- what they accomplished to get there, but. Was it all for nothing? I mean, them losing, ultimately, does that take away at all from them? No. In my opinion, it makes them an even scarier opponent for next year because Mm. now you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, these two young superstars that have really helped turn around this Celtics organization. And and now you've given them – experience at every level of the playoffs you've you've given them experience in the first round second round third round all the way to the finals against some of the best players in the nba every single round if anything they come into next year and and they're in kill mode they're they're ready Mm -hmm. to go off like I don't know. I think maybe they add one more big piece. Not like a not trying to say they should get like a big three going. I'm just saying like, you know, fill in a little bit more, uh, maybe maybe grab one more piece to put within that within that starting lineup or even off coming off the bench and, and this team could have been a competitive or a more competitive team that could potentially have taken out the Warriors. Um one big thing I've been seeing is just that the Warriors, the way they play, you know, they don't get tired. They run the court for 42 minutes, 43 mm-hmm. minutes, how much it is. And these other teams, their stars just can't keep up. You know, a lot of people are saying the hardest thing to do in the NBA is guard Steph Curry because all he does is run the entire time and you're having to chase him around the court. And and by the second quarter, these people are winded and Steph's just getting started, you know. So if anything, I think what these teams need to start doing is just get their endurance up, get their stamina up, you know, be able to run the court with these Warriors, you know, for the entire game. Um, because even on a night where Steph, you know, didn't score one three pointer, I think the Warriors still came out on top that night. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think that's, that that says a lot. So, uh, but anyways, long answer there, but yes, uh, I, I think these Celtics are going to be even scarier coming into next season. Um, 
and and you know I will say this Clarissa she's a, a huge Celtics fan she we got into multiple arguments during the finals because oh I told goodness. her that I Trouble thought the Warriors were going to win I told her so I think the Warriors are going to win I like Steph and she was just like well, why why would you do this why do you like the Warriors why do you like Steph why and whenever they won and Steph posted the he posted a picture on Instagram where he was doing like the night night look and he like said night night as the caption with his trophies and stuff. She was upset. She was like, I can't believe he would post that. It's just so mean and all this stuff. And I'm just like, listen, you're you're going through it because you're a Celtics fan. Y'all took the L. It's okay. Y'all are gonna come back better <laughs> next year. Y'all are gonna come back better next year. Um I'm glad you guys can make it through. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Warriors defeat the Celtics 4-2 in the finals. Steph Curry wins the finals MVP. And and again, so much hoopla talking about how Steph Curry needs to win the finals MVP trophy to be able to be considered one of the greats. Like, what do you think about that argument? A lot of people saying he needed this finals MVP trophy to be able to solidify himself. Like, yeah, I feel Why like we've how? yeah we've had that conversation in our you know friend group. Um, I I mean it doesn't hurt you know it definitely to, doesn't to solidify hurt. that. But yeah, as you mentioned earlier, he during the season took the lead for the all time most threes. I just feel like that alone. Not to mention he's been credited largely over the past ten years for kind of changing the game um, yeah. just with the way he shoots or the frequency that he shoots accurately. Right. I don't know, whatever it might be. Um, I, I don't think it was necessary, but as I said, I don't think it, it hurt. I think it, man, it, it definitely, it definitely reinforces, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I see both I, sides of the argument, but I don't think it was necessary. I mean, the dude already has three rings. He has two MVPs. He's the only unanimous MVP uh, recipient ever in the NBA. There's only been one person where there was a unanimous decision who should be MVP, and it was Steph Curry. Mm. Like I said, three rings, two MVPs, all-time leading three-pointer, three-point shots. Uh, record holder <laughs> that was just that was so confusing the way I said that but you you get what I'm saying like why would a finals MVP trophy put you across to to solidify your legacy it, it's just crazy but like you yeah. said it reinforces how great of a player he is so now this is his fourth ring and add an MVP uh, finals MVP to it but this year, all in one year, he collected the Kobe Bryant Trophy, which was the All-Star MVP trophy. He got the Magic Johnson Trophy, which is the Western Conference Finals MVP. And then he also gets the Bill Russell Trophy, which is the Finals MVP. So he literally, I mean, some could argue this is one of his best seasons ever. You know, he may not have averaged his best numbers, but I mean, the accolades that came with this season, you can't match, you know, all of these yeah. trophies. I mean, I guess you could have topped it off with the MVP, you know, that would have been 
really sick. Uh, but I mean, he won everything, you know, he deserves mm-hmm. to be finals MVP. He deserves to be in the top 10 debate of who's, you know, the greatest NBA player of all time mm. has to, in my opinion. I mean, do you think top 10 or, or top 15, maybe <sighs> like, what do you I think? Mean, you're, I mean, you're, I'm not qualified to answer that. <laughs> I mean, to me, I'm just here top- so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> to me, he's he's top five. Uh, oh, just be, up him. well, just just because I have such little knowledge of the greats. I mean, I know, yeah, Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James. I don't, I can't go beyond that. I don't, you know, if I'm you just could, thinking of all but time. just off the Larry top, Larry Bird. There's my five. Okay, okay, there's your top five. <laughs> <laughs> um, my coach in in high school. I don't know if I mentioned this. He was the biggest Larry Bird fan. So really? I did. I did grow up hearing a lot about Larry Bird. Okay. okay that's yeah. I Shout out to Coach Greco. You're listening. <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! We'll have to send him this episode. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Steph Curry definitely deserves to be in that top ten debate, and and in your case, top five. So, uh, whether or not that's because you could only name five greats or it was because those are the five you chose, I don't know. Find out next week. Uh, during the finals, we had a finals MVP ladder. Uh, so similar to the MVP ladder in the regular season, there was also a finals MVP ladder, which kind of listed off the top five most valuable players in the finals. And number one, obviously, Steph Curry. He won it. Averaged 31.2 points a game, six rebounds, and five assists. That was his total finals uh, averages. Second in the MVP ladder was Andrew Wiggins, who averaged 18.3 points a game, eight rebounds a game, two assists a game. Uh, Really, Andrew Wiggins is a really big reason why – Personally, I think why the Warriors ended up winning this series. Uh, Draymond was literally almost non-existent at certain points because of <laughs> how many fouls he had and fouling out and fouls to point ratio. It was just it was crazy. Uh, but again, was was rooting for him to win it. But uh, you know, I feel like he he obviously didn't have the best series that he could have had. So Andrew Wiggins really you know stood up. Uh, and and kind of put the team on his back at certain points. Uh, you know, this year was his first year as an all-star player, and uh, again, this was his first ring as well. So really big season for Andrew Wiggins, potentially his best season that he's ever had. Uh, so good for him, and, you know, obviously how it ended. Um, Third in the finals MVP ladder was Clay Thompson. He ended with 17 points a game, three rebounds per game, and two assists per game. Uh, you know, again, Clay Thompson coming back after two seasons being out, and, and, you know, the season he comes back, they win a ring. I mean, it only f- mm. feels right to me. I mean, the Splash, bro- uh, the Splash Bros are back. It just it feels right that they won a ring together again here. This is their fourth ring together, man. So crazy. Um, and 
Number four in the MVP ladder is actually a Celtics player. Can you give us that Celtics player, Tim? Can you Jaylen guess? Jalen Brown. Oh, you looked, Tim. I wanted you no, to No, I was guess. just guessing. Oh, you were? Okay, yeah, it was Jalen Brown. <laughs> I did think it was interesting, though, that we had a Celtics player on the MVP ladder. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess was, this was a ladder that was put together throughout the series. I'm assuming that's how it works, right? Right. So, um, again, this was put together on NBA.com. So, this is not our finals MVP ladder, but this was something oh, that we found yours? online. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I was going to have you guess which Celtics player because I feel like many people would probably guess Jason Tatum, Tatum mm-hmm. but Jalen Brown actually came out with. Uh, I, you know, again, here are Jalen Brown's numbers. He averaged 23 points per game, 7.3 rebounds a game, and 3.7 assists a game. Jason Tatum, on the other hand, averaged 21.5 points per game, 6.8 rebounds per game, and 7 assists a game. So, uh, you know, Jalen Brown looks like he ended with the better stat line. Um, and you know, Jason Tatum had just a had a rough series. Had a rough series, um, and you know, I think he's he's been put on the record saying that he's just ready to come back. Obviously, it hurts to lose, but he he's just excited to come back next season and give it his all again. And he's you know obviously has to live with some of the mistakes that he made. I mean, I think he is the only person in postseason history to have over 100 turnovers in just the postseason mm. alone. Mm. So, you know, it, you've got to limit the term, turnovers. I saw some stat that had said something along the lines of like the Celtics were like one in seven or something like that when they had over 15 turnovers or something. And, and, I can't remember what it was, but like all of those games in the finals, they had over 15 turnovers and it was just, it was ugly. It was ugly. Like Mm -hmm. I said, Jason Tatum didn't have that great of a series. And then here we have number five on the finals MVP ladder, Draymond Green, only averaging 6.2 points a game, eight rebounds, 6.2 assists a game. I honestly think Jason Tatum kind of deserves that fifth place on finals MVP ladder. I think he had a better series than Draymond did. But I think I read something on this article that had listed the finals MVPs uh, or the finals MVP ladder that they gave Draymond this like fifth place basically because of his role in this big three with Steph and uh, mm-hmm. Clay. So really it was almost kind of like a participation trophy to put Draymond at five Classic. here. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but Steve Kerr comes in. I don't know if you've read it already. Have you read the next line about how many rings he has? Of course. You sent me the show, Doc. I thought that was meant for me to read it. I know. I I keep wanting you to guess things when you have access to all of the things already. You should have kept it from me. Uh, Steve Kerr earned his ninth championship ring. Steve Kerr has almost (laughs) enough rings for one on each finger. Uh, he has four rings with the Warriors as a coach, and then he what, has. May I ask what finger, on which <laughs> hand do you think he does not have the? It's got to be one of the thumbs, I would say. Oh, okay. What do you think? I was thinking, 
one of the birds. Really? Why not? I would almost put I would almost put like three just on three the on birds. each. Yeah. So that's six. And then uh, the you got to have a pinky ring. So maybe one on each pinky. And then I guess you can throw one on a ring finger. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, he has. No, that's uh, crazy. That's crazy. Nine. I didn't realize. Do you know off the top of your head how long he's been coaching? Because I, I didn't realize not. he'd been coaching that long. I do not, but I can do a little quick Google for you. I'm already Steve on it. Don't worry. Coaching career. I'm already on it. Don't worry. Really? All right. Let's see who says it first. He started coaching. Uh, he's for eight seasons. <laughs> I said it first. I said eight seasons. Wait. So. Wait. Oh, okay. That threw me off. Mm, mm. I was like, how did he have nine rings? But he's only, he's only been coaching for eight. <laughs> but he's won some as a player because he's a boss. He has won five as a player. He won wow. two with the Spurs and three with the Bulls. Uh, so that was during Steve, his time with Jordan, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So how crazy is that? Steve mm-hmm. Kerr, is he the most decorated championship winning NBA player of all time? Because he's only he's won five as a as a player, but he's won another four as a coach. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Nine rings? I just saw that and thought, how crazy is that to have won nine championships? Like this is all he knows. It's just winning championships. Is there is there anybody who has more rings collectively? Or Let's did see. you say? That? Let's see who has the most NBA uh, championship rings. Let's see. The answer is Bill Russell. He currently holds the record with 11 championship rings. Uh, And I want to say they were all with him playing because I don't think he ever coached. So, but again, this doesn't include coaches, though, with coaching rings. This is just simply players. Well, that's all you need to know, though. There was a player with more rings, so... Suck yeah. it, Steve Kerr. Just kidding. Well, you're listening. Uh, the head coach with the most rings is Phil Jackson. He has 11 NBA championship rings. Uh, so that's crazy. Kerr Even, still has a way to go. He does. Do you think he can win another another ring with the Warriors? Man, it doesn't sound like the Warriors are slowing down any. I'll say that. I mean, they, I they I feel like they have just as much of, of a chance next year as they do than this year, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, man. Oh, well, Tim, we said we were going to jump in here, recap the finals. We jumped in here. We recapped the finals again. I know this is a shorter episode, everybody, but we just wanted to come in here, update you guys on how the finals went. Congratulate the NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors. And next week, like I said, we will have a longer end-of-season extravaganza episode where uh, it'll be Ooh, a lot of fun. Exactly. Are there going to so, be finger foods? Uh, no. Maybe some punch? Nope. I'm not, not really, Not really much of an extravaganza then, I guess. So. Not really. <laughs> Not a punch. 
You need Maybe punch. we can make some punch. Why are, you, why are you saying it like that? Punch. How do you say punch? punch. I like say, you say it with a punch. Punch. You're really emphasizing on the just. I think punch. it's just the microphone. Punch. No, I you were. Say just say punch. Punch. <laughs> That's how I say it. I don't know. I, it's a punchy word. What, what more do you want from it's me? It's a punchy word. Is it really pack a punch? Pack a punch. One more time. Say it one more time. Just normally. Punch. There you go. See, that was I, normal. No, but I pulled away from the mic. Punch. Okay. Say it normal. Mic close to the face. Punch. I don't know. That one's a little bit better. Anyways. You're going <laughs> to you. make a song of me just saying punch, aren't you? Punch, no. Punch, you, punch, you would punch, like that, punch. wouldn't you? Uh, I know maybe we can have a uh, maybe we can have a uh, a listener create a song for us and uh, send in send that in and we'll make it the intro music for next week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in uh, to this week's episode. Uh, as always, we have a listener of the week, Elmcore Basketball is the listener of the week. This is an account uh, for the Elmcore basketball team that plays in Queens, New York. They like Let's some of our go. content. And uh, so shout out to them. We appreciate the support. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, make sure, again, you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Not A Sports Guy Podcast. And email us with any questions at Not A Sports Guy Podcast at gmail.com. That was beautiful. Thank you for are that. You, are you tearing up right now? No, no. Well, you, uh, you, you sounded like an old man there. You didn't sound like you were crying. You said, no. No, it's not. It's not a good voice of someone. How would you crying. respond if if you were? September, you not crying? No. See, now you sound like an old woman. Well, <laughs> no, no. What? But at least I had the sniffles. I felt like it was a little bit more implicative of <gasps> tears. Do you need some water over there, sir? <laughs> get that reference. I think it's a Spongebob reference, but I didn't think know. it's a Spongebob reference. Get out of here. Okay, bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.